And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 169 of Panelology. I am Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, everybody. Howdy. How's it going? Mm-hmm. Everybody back together. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is true. It, yeah, it's been a... Do you know this week has been a week? This week <laughs> has been a series of seven days, each of which is its own week. Yeah. That's, I, I will concur with that statement. Yeah. There have been multiple 20-plus-hour days in this week. Yes, yes. Days of being awake. I know every day is 20-plus hours. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, Alex, every day is 24 hours. (laughs) I mean, there was that one time I had that day that was 39 hours. Well, unless the time changes and then you get some extra weirdness going on. Yeah. Cross the international date line going a certain way. Time travel and everything. Mm -hmm. Barry Allen, that shit. Yeah. I arrived in the U.S. before I left Australia. There you go. That's just weird. Even weirder was, of those 39 hours, like 36 of them were sunlight. Ew. It was terrible. Ew. Ew. Yep. Oh. I've never wished for more hours in the day since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the problem with like, more now hours... now I know what it's like. Yeah. The problem with more hours in the day is that people will expect you to do the yeah. do stuff during them. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I could see the monkey's paw curling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, everyone have an okay week of weeks? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm choosing to remain silent. <laughs> <laughs> Brian pleads for a fifth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> Not another one. <laughs> Please. Yeah, no, I threatened yesterday. If they called me yesterday, I was literally going to throw my phone away. <laughs> right. And you don't have your phone with and you today? And I do today. not have my phone with me this today. You're correct. Yeah. So what reasons I'm, for this. What I'm hearing is you have a handle on the situation. Uh, yeah. Oh, can we not make booze jokes? <laughs> for like the first time in a long time, I'm hungover. And I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. Second <laughs> coming, <up>. number one. <laughs> oh, man. We talked to Mark about this a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Like close to a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, like uh, back when it was still supposed to be DC. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, there were some publishing changes and some other shenanigans with it. But mm-hmm. uh, we've been waiting a while for this one, and uh, I think it was well worth the wait. I agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good, Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I understand why there's controversy about this. I sure. don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand why. I guess yeah. that's what I'll say. I mean, like... Cause I don't understand I, because it's a bunch of people who weren't going to read it anyway, so shut up. I, right, but I mean, but of course there was going to be a kind of thing, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. 
Like, it doesn't surprise me. There should be no shock to it. Is this going to be the panelology where we talk at length about hypocrisy and religion? Because I'm here for it this morning. Uh, probably not, but... Okay. <laughs> I mean... I'm always down. But... So uh, it's the same people who get mad at the Lucifer TV show. Yeah. yeah How right. dare we show that people are capable of change and being better? Huh. What a, what a huh. Idea. How dare we interpret the Bible? Mm. Ooh. You take oh, that, my... Martin Luther. <laughs> <laughs> I got a thesis for you right here. I, I love... I'm holding up my middle finger. I loved his <laughs> comment that, um, that it's an audio yeah. medium, guys. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's been it's been called blasphemous, which. You know, I guess it just means expressing your own opinion about it, which, I mean, I guess it's what it is then. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of, like, I guess that is what blasphemy it's is. What, it's, it's what the people who wrote the Bible did, so. Yeah. Mm. Free thinking? How dare thou? <laughs> How darest thou? How darest thou? Why dost thou consider thy words? In, in addition in addition to a cool, you know what else is said? Brian's quote of thine week. Quoteth, quoteth. Quoteth, quoteth, I love it. So he, the uh, superhero breaks in to um, uh, stop some, some guys who are counterfeiting a trading card game to make money <laughs> off of it. And he's like, what, what are these monster ball things anyway? It's a card game where they raise little monsters to battle each other. It's like cockfighting for children. <laughs> you know, you know which of those cards goes for the most on eBay. Uh, the Monster Ball cards, the Halle Berry card, first edition. Oh, nice, yeah. nice, yeah. No. I've, I've heard that one's valuable. Yeah, it's holographic and everything. Ooh, shiny! It's, it's, it's holographic. Ooh. Hey, oh hey. wait, <laughs> that could be something else. Never mind. <laughs> Although, I, I, I think we holographic is from a different, uh, different movie. Card set. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long lost ecstatics character. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 So, wow. um, the first part of this is, is Mark Russell's <laughs> reinterpretation of the, 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 the first part of the Bible where man is created yeah. and all the way up to, Jesus and his crucifixion, and he he gets through that pretty quick. Yeah, you know what it makes me want to do though. It makes me want to buy and read his books on religion. Yes, Jesus, like, I thought you were going to say read the Bible, and I was like, again, <laughs> you only need to do it the once, no, man. I, I took American Lit in high school. I've read the Bible. Eh, that's fair. <laughs> that's not a joke. <sighs> I mean, it's existentially a joke, but it's not funny. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> God is disappointed that Jesus was only there for 33 years and then got crucified. <laughs> so, so now, a couple thousand years later, he, we find this superhero and what is his name? Sun, Sun Man? Sun, no, Sun something. It's Sun, I, don't, I don't remember now. I don't know why. Is it Sunstar? I think it is Sunstar. Um, <clears throat> and God is super impressed with him and thinks that he's awesome. And so he wants Jesus to go live with him. To learn from him how to um, how to be more awesome, I guess. Yes, I could just hear the song from Mulan in the background. Be a man. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking reflection. Yeah, no. But, well, when Jesus is talking, yeah, right, it's fine. I, the part that probably surprised me was I thought Sunstar was going to be more of a bro dick dude. 
I didn't yeah, too. I didn't right. expect him to have turmoil right. and stuff. Right. Like, actual issues going on at home. I'm like, yes. oh no, I like him. Shit. I know, right? <laughs> I wanted him to be an asshole, but I also like this. Well, uh, but you know what? Like, reading kind of what his premise for this is, or, you know, talking to him about it, I, I it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. That... The difference isn't that he's an ass and this cocky, you know, whatever. It's more that his solution to things is is physical force. Right. right. Well, this was originally a right. Superman pitch. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it makes more sense that he is, I don't, I don't, I was going to say likable, but I don't know if that's the right word, that he's more complex than just a two-dimensional yeah. He's not yeah. like an anti-hero, right? right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's also kind of tapping into sort of the same vein we've talked about before with characters like Wasp and mm-hmm. Ironheart. Of maybe there's a non-punchy punchy option. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I like it. I do I too. Like yeah. it. It's a lot. very it's good. So good. <laughs> when he when Sun, so there's one part where Sunstar goes in and like beats up a whole bunch of bad guys yes well, well, oh my jesus God. wades outside and like he's just throwing them out this window as he beats them up and then he comes he, like he's done and he comes back out and they're all gone and he's like where are they gonna go and she's like oh well i healed them i healed them he was like why did you do that because they needed healing because <laughs> <laughs> they were hurting <laughs> yeah you can't heal people just because they're hurting why do they commit crimes because they're hurting. Right, right. Look, it's not the point. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. Yes. It yep. will make you uh, It will make you ask yourself some questions. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or want to go high five Mark Russell. Or yeah. both. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, probably both. Or both. Yeah. Um, speaking of con- comics concern. Speaking of comics, Harry Connick Jr. Mm. Oh, thing. let's please. This is our new uh, Harry Connick Jr. podcast. Yeah. Um, today we're going to talk about his role in the Broadway revival of The Pajama Game. Let's do it. Okay. Opposite Kelly O'Hara. <laughs> so Alex knew way more about Harry Connick Jr. than I thought. You know, um, you, know what I, you know what I can't wait for? What's that? I can't wait for the second coming of this book in the form of the second issue. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of books concerned with people's afterlives. Hey. <laughs> Ghosted in LA, number yeah. one. This book is so good. This book's so I good. I love this. It's adorable. It's about a girl who goes off to college um, with her boyfriend, and her best friend is telling her that she's changed, and she only she becomes basically what her boyfriends want her to be, and all this other yeah. stuff. And she she blows off her friend and goes to college, and is like, "Oh fuck, oh fuck, she was right. <laughs> oh no," um, and gets like ghosted by her yeah. friends. For this party and ends up in a weird apartment complex. Yeah. Okay. And she just, there's a pool. So she's like, screw it. No one's going to miss me. I'm going to go swimming in this pool. I'm going to be bad. (laughs) Is this like a house of mystery? And then she meets all the ghosts who live there. Uh, Okay. There we go. Yeah. 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 It's, it's hilarious. Did you, did you notice the, the school that the best friend is going to? No. At one point there's a joke about. The Banana Slugs. That's UC Santa Cruz. Oh. Yep. Nice. 
I know this because periodically Jesse Thorne and John Hodgman oh, talk and, about Oh, and they did the say a lot about Santa Cruz. So yeah. <laughs> there's that. All right. Two and two. Didn't put it together. That's really fine. the banana slugs that tipped me off. Yeah. I didn't think about it till then. <laughs> there you go. Nice. I love weird mascots. Weird mm-hmm. mascots are the best mascots. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but yeah, this is this is Cena Grace who did the Iceman series. Oh, okay. Writing. All right. Yeah. And it's... I will I will keep reading. This. Yeah, this it's is adorable. What is so this under? This is Boom, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, given that my notes are alphabetical by publisher, and this is after Archie and before uh, Dark Horse, it's probably Boom. It's probably Boom. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you definitely. It's Boom Box. Yes. Yeah. So, all ages at that. There you go. I love all ages books where I get through reading them like, and I have not realized they are all ages. Yeah, books. me too. Yeah, right? Yeah. Black Hammer Justice League. Black Hammer Justice League. My name is Black Hammer Justice League. No. No. Okay. Not today. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. I'm, you know, I'm gonna like this book anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it starts off with the wonderful, and I mean, I know it's been done so many times. In this case, I think it's a little bit unique. The whole swap thing mm-hmm. the black camera guys get thrown into the dc world and the dc folks end up on the farm for 10 years <laughs> and <laughs> it's like it, it does some some parallel like you know some repeating of, of same scenes with different characters yeah. so like uh, instead of abraham slam coming in to get his tractor to go work in the fields of course, it's Clark coming in to get his tractor to go work in the fields. Yeah. And Batman has it completely torn apart because he's got some new way that he's now going to get them out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And Wonder Woman's like, well, you guys just quit fighting. Like, we're stuck here. We're not getting out. <laughs> Suddenly, I realize how much Black Hammer has in common with Gilligan's Island. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, let me ask questions. Okay. Because I am a dumb person who has sequentially managed to forget to buy this book this week and then when i finally remembered my comic shop was out how much is the recommended amount of black hammer to have consumed to enjoy this book if you have read i would say even halfway through the first original 12 okay then you're probably you you know the characters enough to enjoy yeah. this, cool. and you know the situation with them on the farm enough. So what I'm hearing is I am in the perfect spot. Yeah, Got yeah. It. I, ideally you would have finished the first twelve issues, okay. the first you know series. Yeah, that would probably be ideal. You okay. do not have to know anything about the Sherlock Frankenstein stuff or the Doctor Star stuff or the yeah or the the new Black Ham- you know the yeah. second Black Hammer series or the other. what is it Lost Tomorrow or the the future one yeah um, uh, I can't remember but yeah the it, it, the Legion of Superheroes yeah. one yes yeah you don't have to know that one either yeah you don't have to know any of that it's cool. it's just the original five character and it's set on when they were still on the farm so it's still in that first series. Note to self, eventually they escape the farm. Well, Maybe I mean, it's not Gilligan's Island. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... You read this too, Jim. Yes. What'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. It was good. It's good, good. Yeah. I like that the, the, the Black Gamer team ends up, you know, in the thing. And the Justice League was right in the middle of fighting Starro. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, ooh, giant starfish! What, what is that? Oh, it's a giant starfish! I'm looking at a page huh. on yeah. Brian's tablet across the room. And can I just... Michael Walsh appreciation thread? 
right yes, now? Yes, yes. Absolutely yes. he can. I love Michael Walsh. I have loved Michael Walsh's art since Secret Avengers. Mm-hmm. Has either of you read Secret Avengers yet? Mm-hmm. That run? Okay. I couldn't remember. Yes. Any. No. Okay. It's very good. It is very good. You would love it. Mm-hmm. My my biggest burning question right now is we know Golden Gale, when she gets there, tries to say, because it's a different world, she's going to try it. Oh, it's a Zaphram, yeah. and nothing happens, right? Because she wants to change, right? Yeah. She's been stuck in this world. I always say it like Zaf- or Zafram. Oh, oh, could be. Cause, Zafram. Cause it's, yeah. yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Zafram. Yeah. That could be. Zatarans. But yeah. <laughs> I really want to know. I was going to say I prefer Uncle Ben, I but that's the wrong really universe. I really want to know what would happen if she said Shazam. Jada's I do too. Right? The whole time I was like, oh no, Billy needs to show up and tell her, try this. Right? Because, <laughs> oh, I need it. <gasps> I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure we'll get that eventually. We, we have better. To. We fucking better. Who's the colorist on this? Uh, I don't know. Because the coloring is very, very good it too. Is. Uh, oh, I think it's Michael Walsh. It's Michael Walsh. Yeah, he's just the awesome. artist. Yeah, he's just nice. Artist. Beautiful. So good. So right. So nice. So nice. Mm. Also, I just I want to see I want to see them do farm work so bad. I want to <laughs> see them do farm work so bad. Want to see it? I don't know why. It's just like just I've seen Clark. I've chopping seen Clark wood do. with his axe, and yeah. Superman walks up and just rips a log in half. <laughs> Also, yes. <laughs> Hold on, wait. That, yeah. Or, or just like flicks it with his finger. Took, took, took. I was specifically trying to give Jin more conspiracy fodder. Yeah, oh, right. I was doing... Fair enough, fair enough. Was that Age of Ultron? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I was doing Age of Ultron. That, yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Did you get my message with conspiracy fodder Yes, I did. Okay. Are you... Ta- wait, is that a book from this week? Yeah, or? that was okay. from... Uh, it's from either Thor or War of the Realms. Okay. Oh, yeah. But you're yeah. talking about it. All right. Yeah. I told Jen there's also another one that we'll get to yeah. in a book. Hey, can out. we talk about the the back matter in all these DC books, by the way? Did you guys read the preview for... Batman Superman? Yeah. I did not. No, I'm I never read previews of books. I'm gonna, dang it. I'm going to get gonna, it. Yeah. If I'm going to get the book, then I don't read it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just... It looked very pretty. So oh, I was like, I'm cool. just going to read this. <laughs> I just skimmed through. But there's a thing that you guys need and I want to talk about. And oh, it's so, oh no. Now, oh no, it's so, us. oh no. They find um, the other Batman's Batcave. The Batman who laughs? Yeah, they find his Batcave and there are some crows in there. <gasps> oh, like Robin crows? Yeah. Um, But they look like they're just like inanimate. Yeah. But one of them moves and they think that it's the little boy that they're looking for. And it's not. It's a different little boy. That has been turned into a crow, and it's Billy Batson. Oh, they're oh, fucked. Do you know what the premise of that series is? No. The Batman Who Laughs has released a virus among superheroes oh, yeah, yeah, that okay. transforms them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was also in the um, in there. If you follow Francis Manipal on Instagram, you've seen the Wonder Woman design. I do, but I haven't seen it. Oh. Huh, okay. I think it was Francis Manipal. It might have been... It might have been Kari Andrews, actually. It might have been Kari Andrews. Needless okay. to say, this is yeah. a book we will be looking for. Yeah. To. But. They're fucked. <laughs> I'm also looking forward to issue two of Black Panther Justice League. Because yeah. I really like this. I it's mean, so I'm, good. Jeff Lemire's so good. But yeah. 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 Um, did you see the article I sent you about Jeff Lemire's new Black Label book? Yes. Was there ever a question? <laughs> no question whatsoever, <laughs> except for all the questions. With Bill Sinkovich? Yes. 
Sinkovich? Yes. We're bad at names. No, it is I Sinkovich. want that book. I can't wait for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Batman Universe number one. I love me some Riddler. And I love me some Bendis writing DC stuff. And I really enjoy this. Yes. Me too. <laughs> Sorry, I was saying bless you to Brian who sneezed absolutely fucking silently. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed this pantomime that the two of you did together. It was wonderful. I was just kind of talking to off, cover it. Off mic. I can never sneeze without like screaming, so Yeah. <laughs> I was um, I was impressed. Not going to throw back to the conversation about how you've described sneezes before. Just going to move on. <laughs> hey. I mean, um. <laughs> it's good that it makes me scream then, right? So I'm... in case we didn't mention it, this was the, this is the story that came out in the Walmart yes. exclusives. Also, mm-hmm. I'm saying how good everything in it is the Nick Darrington art. Nick oh, Darrington's so, so yes. good. Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't know why I was, it's not that I didn't think I, I would not like it. I just didn't think I would like it. I just thought it would be yeah. like, meh, like okay, kind I've of a that. throwaway. Right, right, yeah. Kind of like, you know, something you find in like a holiday special or something. It would right. just be like, a, okay, that was fine. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't know. It is. Well, I will, I will go one further. Like, I read the first couple of issues. Like, I've got several, but I only read the first couple of issues of any of these in the Walmart releases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm actually liking them better. This way, like just 12 pages at a time was just not enough. Right. Yeah, I can totally to, see that. Yeah. To do what they needed. Um, the thing I didn't notice the first time and noticed this time too, was that like in the fight sequence with all of the fake Riddlers, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if this was in Bendis's script or if this was something Darrington did or if it's something they figured out together or what. But there are panel shots that are just, like, straight out of the Batman the Animated Series title sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That somehow I just completely missed. With with Riddler running. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. The, the arm back ready to throw and then the close in on the eyes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's so good. And it's got Jenny Hex was, in it. I was about to say, and it solves the thing that has been driving me nuts for the last seven months. <laughs> I knew I'd seen Jenny Hex somewhere. And I could not figure out where. It was yes. when I read the Walmart release. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm very much wanting more of this. Yeah. I like it. It's good. I like how everybody in that small town was like, oh, shit, it's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like, I like shit, he shows up outside that hurt girl's window. That was great. Well, and I, the thing that I think is probably even more true of this than of the Tom King Superman. Mm-hmm. Is this feels like it is part of the same world as mm-hmm. everything else Bendis is doing? Yeah. Like that, yes. oh shit, it's Batman, like reminded me of in Naomi when Superman shows up for like 30 seconds at the in the first issue. Like it's that same kind of reaction. Right. Yeah. We see Jenny Hex. Like this actually feels like it is part of. I can see that. Yeah. Part yeah. of this world. Yeah. Um, did you read Superman Up in the Sky last week? Uh, yes. What did you think since you weren't on? Oh, yeah, well, I liked it too. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I I had no... That one I, I had less doubt that I would... And I mean, it's Tom King writing Superman. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I really like all of these collected yeah. things. I'm so happy they decided to collect them and put them out as books like this. Me too. Yes. Um, and I'm sure they'll get trades once all six issues are out, too. Yeah. Yeah, like but Batman shows up outside that girl. So he's like, "Oh, sorry to disturb you." She's like, "No, it's okay. I'm a big fan." 
It's fine. Do we have the target? Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> but like, even that is so much like a Batman '66 kind of move. Yeah. The hello citizens, don't mind us. Yeah. We climb up the roof. Yeah. Wonder Twins number six, oh the God. last issue. Just kidding. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> the halfway point. Yes. Huzzah. Here is my question. Because I think I know. I think I. I. I, I suspect I. I can answer this but do you guys think that this was how this series was just going to end yeah you know what i think it was yeah i I, I very much thought of that as i read it and got to that light and i was like oh he was just gonna leave it right here he was just gonna leave it in this darkest possible place and like hanging on that does he get but i love it though like i i i am so glad that we are getting a hundred percent more yes Mm mm-hmm but, oh, I kind of just wish it stopped there. Yeah. I kind of just, like, that is an amazing way to just leave. Well, it's, it, I mean, it, you, the you, end is just like, look at yourself. The, the just fir- fucking look at yourself. Yeah, the first trade is going to end right here. So, yeah. like, it is great. Yeah. Also, like, between this and Second Coming, I feel like Mark Russell kind of needs a hug. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, the world is awful. Also, oh. I kind of need a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jaina just wants to do the right. You know what? Oh, and she gets so close. She gets. So, she finds. She sees is, a way. It, so yeah. you know, we talk about we talk about Nadia and Unstoppable Wasp, and, yeah. and you know, Riri and all that, and how. But the difference is, like, for the most part, they succeed in what they're trying to do. Yeah, this feels more like what would actually happen if yeah. somebody tried to do the right thing that way. This feels like existing <laughs> oh. as a millennial. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Somebody like always fucks it up. Hmm? It feels like existing today as anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. But uh, oh, yeah, and poor, like poor Zan, like he, he didn't even know he tried to do. He thought he was doing the right thing yeah. too, and he kind of was, but like, and it was well. very impressive. <laughs> and the difference is empathy, right? Yeah, yeah. Zan is trying to do the thing that he thinks is right in a vacuum, right? And Jaina's trying to do the thing that she thinks is right and considered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you what, the whole premise of The Great Scramble, I just love as an yeah, idea. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't want to see it happen. All it's cards terrible. on the table, like... I wouldn't... I would roll with it. I... I'm not saying it should happen, like, morally, okay, there's a consent factor here. But also, if there's ever going to be a more relatable supervillain scheme to me, I don't think it, I don't no, think I know what no, it is. No, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, if, if I were to go like, supervillain, this would be my supervillain plot. Like, like yeah. it's an understandable scheme, yeah. right? right? Like, why you... Like, on paper, I for. agree yeah. 100%. But in actual execution, no, sir. Well, kind of like where Jaina gets to where, you know what? If the threat is enough, then sure, go for it. Yeah. Right. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Switch a few people. Okay. Yeah. Get, uh, you know what? Get, a, get 500 people and get their consent and do it. <laughs> right? Yeah. There you go. Oh, it'd be so good. Also, I think it'd be really cool to be Freaky Friday. That'd just be cool. Yeah, I don't know why. So I don't, I don't know if we <laughs> explained what it is for if you haven't read this. But the, his plan is Psh, to, if you haven't read this book, come on. I know, right? But his plan is to basically swap consciousnesses of people around the world 
to other bodies. So you literally have no idea who you will end up being. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you may be the CEO of a super powerful corporation, but uh, maybe you're making the sneakers in a sweatshop when you get transferred, right? Right. So hmm, maybe you should make sure everyone's life that you can help is as good as possible in case you end up in that life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they like, solved, like, all of Earth's issues well, in, no, like, a week. they would have. Right. Yeah. All they had to do was sign. Yeah. And, of course, they... Yeah. Right. As soon as they don't have to, fuck the other guy. Yeah. I love that all the superheroes were like, no, we have to stay here and help, even if we get switched, blah, 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 blah. But, like, wouldn't it be worse if you were on Earth and get switched, and then somebody has your fucking superpowers and doesn't know how to use them? Well, wouldn't that be yeah, worse? Superman, Maybe Superman you get the fuck that, out. He? he says, we, we have to leave because we can't... But he, but their plan is to stay and help. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They yeah. should leave. Yeah, they should. Yes. <laughs> like, Batman doesn't have superpowers, okay? His superpower is money. Um, he can his stay. He can stay. Money and, his mind. and being a white man. Oh, true. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also that. <laughs> Literally, uh, the privilege of birth. That is his yeah. superpower. Um, I mean, the, the closest non-white parallel to Batman you have is Mr. Terrific. And he gets to play, like, C-list role in most books at best. Yeah. Except for the Terrifics. Except for the Terrifics. Yeah. Regardless, this is a fantastic it's book. It's great. It's so good. It's so good. Young Justice number seven. <gasps> Speaking of another book that's so good. Yes. Multiversal Antics. Alex's favorite thing. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Impulse and his... Oh, my God, you're all so cute. I want to eat you up. <laughs> I don't care what dimension you're in, never threaten to eat the people that live in that dimension. <laughs> That's adorable. And then, as if the... So this is... They're getting bounced from world, from universe to universe in, mm-hmm. in the multiverse. And the first one they end up on is the, the, the chibi hero world. Yeah. Which is just so cute, right? And then it gets even better. Like, Impulse, like, can't handle himself because it's so cute. <laughs> he has, he, he, he he has, has some impulse, impulse control issues. Yes, yes. And then, then when he, when, just when he thinks he can't handle that, they go to Earth-C with Captain Carrot and the zoo crew. Oh, <laughs> no. Where Superboy they... refuses to even speak. He's like, nope, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not talking. I'm not, nope. <laughs> it's so amazing. Nice. It's so and great. Then we go to... The least comparable universe. Uh, yeah. Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Apparently, Superboy's shirt is in very poor taste. Oh, yeah. 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 I realize that's the point, but wearing that protest shirt is in poor taste. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, you're talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. And... Wonder Girl is the one who steps up in that world and like yeah. just she's like you know what she's like I'm, I'm I'm your cousin well kind of in our world sort of so you know what just put the last of the truth around me and I'll and you you'll that way you'll know we're telling the truth yeah so she does and she just spilled like just yeah. stream of conscious man is just going <laughs> you know who really steals this issue for me though hmm. Teen Lantern oh, yeah. especially with Alan Scott yes. Yeah, I need like a Teen Lantern Alan Scott buddy book now. Oh, she's like, she's like. So if I were to come back here, could we do like a team up where you teach me some things and how to do stuff? He was like, you mean like an internship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
something might be arranged. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. This is the most I have needed Alan Lantern to be, or Alan Lantern. Uh, Alan, Alan Lantern. Lantern. <laughs> Alan Scott to be back in the main universe now, because I need this to happen. I need that. He has, and like, what's hilarious is in Kingdom Come, like, he's the humorous one. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I really liked him in James Robinson's Earth 2 book. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really like Alan Scott. I just have not had the need for him in main continuity because I've never had it. Gotcha. I need it now. <laughs> yeah, I, but all of the... I love all of these characters. <laughs> I also love Fuck Up Dr. Fate. Fuck <laughs> Up, yes. Yes. Oops, I forgot to carry the two. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Yeah. And Jenny Hex just loses. She's never traveled the multiverse, so she just loses her shit at one point. <laughs> she's just like, ah! Adorbs. What's in that chest in your truck? Okay, now we gotta get you guys out of here! <laughs> yep, time to go. <laughs> For God's sake, get it out now. Yep. Yes. <sighs> Speaking of Strange Lands, Strange Lands, number one. Oh. Ooh, hey. Yeah, this is, uh, what is this, What H1, is it? Yes, this is the Humanoids H1 imprint, which is their shared superhero universe. We talked about the Reignition Free Comic Book Day issue, yep. and I've talked about Ignite, Ignite number one and two. Yep. This is in that continuity, um, like a different slice of what's going on in yeah. that world. It doesn't tie into what's happening in Ignite. One of the things I like of both of the, this and Ignited so far is... They really have just, like, in media... They've just oh, picked yeah. up the story yeah. in the middle, just as it's already Yeah, you gone. have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Right. I mean, even... Did you read the free comic book day? I did not read the free comic book day. Even in there, like, that was still very... You get, you get like, a step before each of these books okay. in okay. that. But even then, it's still very much like you are coming to the table with, with dinner in progress. Yeah. Okay. That's a normal metaphor that humans use, right? <laughs> I'm sure. Can be Probably. now. <laughs> Some human, yeah. somewhere. Now I just want lunch. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Ooh, burritos. Ooh. Hey. Okay, um, let's do this. Come on. Yeah, we should do that. And then um, we're going to cover thirty more books in ten minutes. <laughs> uh, so we, there's these two characters that we meet. Um, one has the power to attract objects. The other has the power to repel objects. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they can't get too far away from each other. And they can't touch each other, or as they put it, kablooey. Kablooey. Yes. I like that they, because I thought that they were married. That's the way it sounded. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they address that in this book. They're like, no, we just somehow have the same last name, and we're literally not married or a couple. Thank you. I think I assumed brother and sister, because I've said this before, like, there are things about this H1 universe that remind me a lot of heroes in good ways. I can see that, yeah. Um, and while I tend to malign the Maya and Alejandro plotline, like, my first thought on this was, oh, it's like Maya and Alejandro. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I like their, their personalities are what make this book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He is much more free spirit, willing to go with it, um, probably actually wants to keep these powers if he was honest with himself. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Um, she totally just wants to get rid of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then they beat a cult. Yes. <laughs> like so much good cult go content, to. by the way. Coming out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's like we live in a time where people blindly believe what hucksters say. Huh. Oh my god, that's crazy. Who would do that? <laughs> America. <laughs> America. What? Oh. 
Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. They mm. have this like benefactor named Kitty Hawk. Yeah. That's adorable. I love it. Um, and she sends them to a cult. And I doubt that she sent them there to actually do the thing. I think it's more to go, hey, this is wrong. Can you figure it yeah. out? But there's no communication. Well, we know. They do not know. We know that the cult leader, cult leader is uh, sucking the powers out of people and killing them. Yeah. So, if the benefactor sent them there intentionally, maybe less a benefactor, more a malefactor. Mm-hmm. Also... He's randomly Australian and loves Native American uh, folk art, I guess. I mean... <laughs> I love that... Um, that what, is the oh, contrapositive of Outback State. What is the guy's is name in this? Contrapositive <laughs> of Outback. Oh my god, it is. What is the, the dude character's name? Something Park. No, that much. Land. Something Land. Something Land. Yeah. They're the oh. strange lands. Oh, got it. Yeah. So it's something uh, land. Yeah, I go back. I remember and... her name. I don't remember his name. Yeah, and I don't. I don't have that one here, so I can't look it. Up. Yeah, Brian actually is still flipping through. Yeah, Young there's Justice. something. There's a conspiracy corner from Young Justice, and I can't yeah. find it. We'll now. do a full conspiracy corner when we get to. Okay, Thor that sounds corner. good. I'll yeah. come back to it then. Yeah, cool. Yeah. You'll have time to find it. Anyway, um, he is Native American, and he's yes. like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs> and it's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I. This is a fun little universe, it is. and if you are not reading it, it is a good time to get in on it. While yeah. there are still only four issues total that you have to read, right? Yes. Yeah. And the next series starts in August, mm-hmm. and then there are two trades in September and October. Yeah, these these are good. Yeah, Reaver number one. This book is so fun. Oh my god, I love this. I it's, didn't even expect it to be this good. It's it's the it's the fantasy dirty half dozen. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Reaver, I hardly know her. Oh, there it is. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you just had to, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I know you did. Yeah. I know literally it's like in your contract and you could not not do it. I understand this. Hey, D&D Thursday night, someone made an I hardly know her joke and it wasn't me. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> It's spreading. <laughs> So essentially, they put together this group of I think it's six um, criminals. Uh, I think so. I and know. it is it is just a it, again, it's the personality and the characters that make it. Um, you get one who is a sergeant who was accused of cowardice, but you know he's like the solid good guy who wants to do the right thing. Yeah, right. Um, you get the <laughs> the face who is. He's not, but essentially he should be an elf, right? Yeah. 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 He's he's like super smooth and like likes the the finer things in life and, you know. Good at acting, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like will schmooze his way through anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You get, she, gosh, what, she's a rye, I can't remember what they call it, rye coal, I think. I think. Um, Who is, she's about uh, probably three and a half feet tall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically white skin. Uh, and a cannibal. Yep. <laughs> yes. Would yep. you describe her as a fine young cannibal? I would describe her as a fine young cannibal. Follow up yes, question, would. does she drive you crazy? Oh, oh, like no one else. She would drive me crazy, I think. Yes. yes. <laughs> I would, I would want crazy. to punt her, but not put my foot very close to her exactly. mouth. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. She is, she is probably my favorite character. 
Uh huh. And then you get the, the big hulking, like he was a mercenary who like went fucking he, blood crazy. Yeah, he is essentially a barbarian who just uh, you know he's like three times the size. He's he's like a half giant essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's huge. He's a Hagrid. Yeah, <laughs> but he so. And we don't know why he's with the team. And then you have the two... I mean, other than the fact that he's a big fucking dude who well, kills okay, people. I, but I mean, you don't know why they, he was agreed to agreed to join right. the team. Right? It's a secret. Yeah. So, And it's then you have secret. the two who instigated this, who is a guy in essentially a wheelchair, right? Yeah. And he is clearly a... Like he's, he's an old wizard dude. He's an okay. old wizard dude, right. Um, <laughs> with a bodyguard. Well... Except I got the feeling that a lot of what was being said was actually her. Yeah, me she too. says, yeah. I speak for her. Mm-hmm. Right? Because she doesn't talk. She is a big Because her tongue has been cut out. Yeah. She's a big ball-headed fighter. And she's clearly a badass. She's a badass. Um, but yeah, so she can't speak. But apparently he can understand her and speak for her. Like read her mind type thing. Mm-hmm. So I got a, the sense a lot of what was being said, especially in the negotiations and stuff, was, was actually her. her. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. But this Could is essentially them, and I say this in air quotes, breaking out of prison because the whole idea is that they have the, the leaders have deniable plausibility. Deniable plausibility. Good God. Deniable plausibility. Sometimes words happen to be words that happen to be needed in different orders. <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> Plausible deniability. So they they that's set our up, episode title now though deniable plausibility <laughs> they set up the <laughs> the opportunity for them to make an escape right? mm-hmm. uh, and this is them making that escape yeah, yeah. it's and it's the whole beautiful. concept of the book is that there's this new continent that oh, everybody's oh, fighting God, over yeah. yes and they have to get to this prison to stop some rituals from happening yeah yeah, essentially, essentially cool. you've got like almost old Aztec type stuff where they are doing these huge mass sacrifices in order to generate enough blood to do the magic to allow them to see what's going to happen. And just that's a, how they're winning the world. Just the a war. little bit in the future. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just enough. Just enough. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Writing <clears throat> social satire in this 2019. <clears throat> has to be the hardest fucking thing. Oh. Because if you're writing it and three months later your comic is coming out or whatever you're making. Right. But I mean yeah. three months is probably about the shortest turn time you get unless yeah. you're SNL. Right. Um like there's there's no way you can write satire and not have to worry will this just seem passe by the time people read it? <laughs> oh, great. This actually happened. We've already dealt with it. Wonderful. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we didn't talk much about the Rucka Lois Lane book last oh, week. Right. But, uh, I mean, I feel like he does a really good job of finding a place that three months later is going to be exactly where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's doing blood magic rituals to see just three months into the future. <laughs> well, he is writing that black magic book, That's so... Right. who knows? Mm. Uh, right. How about Unearth, number one? Uh, this is Colin Bunn doing what I think we enjoy Colin Bunn doing, which is... Horror? Horror? Yeah. Yeah. And, ooh, wow. Um, there's something going on in caves that is causing people to become giant... Amorphous blobs. Amorphous blobs, people. Yeah. People and animals, too. And, yes. Because it happens right. to a, a big chunky dog. Yeah. Uh, and this team, goes, this team goes in to investigate. And 
yeah, that's essentially, you know, you get introduced to two or three of the characters in this, and you find out kind of what this mission setup is, and that's pretty much this first issue. Cool. Um, I think it's going to be pretty good, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a little bit creepy when they get further in here. It's horror caves. I'm I'm in. It's horror. I'm on. Caves, I'm right. along for the ride. Let's do this. It rocks you like a horror cave. <laughs> that was, you know what? That's pretty good. That's pretty. I'll give you that one. That's pretty good. Thank you. Go scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> Invisible woman number one. Yes, Jen. This book was so pretty. <laughs> it was so pretty. Yeah. I loved it. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And Sue Storm is a spy. <laughs> yes, she is. And a, yeah. and a good one. And a good one. Well, a pretty okay one. Actually, she's really good considering yeah. she has to live by the, the Batman yeah. rule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think the Nobody point dies. Like, the point of the tension what makes it work is she's an okay spy because she's still being a good superhero. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not a knock against her. It's like, right. I think that's what like, makes the book work. Like, the spy people think she would be a better spy if she would kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hey, that Mark Wade can write a comic, right? Yeah, yeah, he can. Turns out. Turns out he can. Um, but, yeah, I really think he did a great job of uh, of setting this up and explaining how she's, you know, kind of always seen as the mom of the team and the mom and the yeah. wife and the sister and the friend like she's got she's a all these roles right she's got all these roles within the fantastic four mm-hmm. but it's always in relation to someone else yeah right this is what define. <laughs> this is something that is just her it's her mom hobby this one's <laughs> just for me that's adorable yeah i mean but it was it was this before she even had kids. Yeah. So, yeah. When I thought this book was going to be all flashback, I was surprised when we came into the present. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I'm glad for that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, I think, I think it makes it. This was something I picked up with a okay. I'm going to see if I'm going to get the trade when it comes out. Kind of attitude toward. Mm-hmm. But with it being in the present, actually, that kind of shifts it to no. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read. I'm this. just gonna keep reading it. <laughs> yep. We got some old Nick Fury. We got some old yeah. Nick Fury and some new Nick and Fury. And some new Nick Fury, yeah. And some borrowed Nick Fury and some blue Nick Fury. <laughs> Who's getting married? Okay. The Thing did. Thing did. True. There you go. All right. Ah. It's good. It it's is good. It is. And, um, I mean, it's, it's Sue Storm as a spy. Who's she going to run into at the end of this book? You can probably guess. It's another spy, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not going to be spy versus spy. I oh. thought you were like trying to predict at the end of the series. I'm like, no, <laughs> at the end of Doom? this particular yeah, issue, this yeah, she runs into another spy. You can all guess who it is. But spy versus spy, that would be <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I want someone to draw Sue Storm <laughs> versus Black Widow as spy versus spy. <laughs> Need it. That would be like a very good variant cover. For yes. Them, right? Actually. Yes. Need it. Like, let's Need actually it. get one of the mad artists <laughs> to do that. That would be beautiful. Miles Morales, Spider Man, number eight. I finally got caught up. Yay. Are you glad you got caught up? Yes. I love this book. It's I so love good. Miles. Hey, how great is uh, his new. <clears throat> his new um, nemesis slash potential romantic interest? Uh yeah, I, I love her. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, 
Vulture's granddaughter. Yeah, I love her. Um, also, I kind of love that she's like, well, if you don't kill them, they're just going to come back. <laughs> this keeps happening. Hello. Do you want villains? This is how you get villains. <laughs> <laughs> you want villains. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. And now suddenly the book is like body horror experimentation. Yeah. It made me super uncomfortable reading these, yeah. the last two issues, I guess. Yeah. Like it, it, it leaves him there at the end of seven and eight is all just like these unseen shadowy things. torturers, like <laughs> running test after test after test on Miles to just like figure out his abilities and what thresholds he can cross on different yeah, things. And... It, I, it's like they're trying to replicate him. Yeah. Um, But I was like, I was a little disappointed that he didn't get out in the end of this book, though. I mean... I was... That I mean that that's yeah, it where it my becomes heart. a horror book <laughs> yeah. for me, right? Because at that point, it's like it looks like he is, and then now oh, this was another test, right? Oh, well, oh, it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart so bad because he was just like defeated. Seeing Miles Morales defeated, the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. But it's also like a very historically loaded setup that you're intentionally doing this with the Spider-Man who is a person of color. Mm-hmm. And running experiments, like, it's a very Tuskegee kind of mm-hmm. idea. And, like, I think there's way more impact just from that setup than you'd have if, say, someone doing, were doing this to Peter. Yeah, I agree. It will. It would just, yeah. if it was Peter, it would just feel like, oh, it's this again. And I yeah. thought it was really interesting when they were talking about how they needed more test subjects with with the DNA. I thought, I immediately thought that they, they were talking about more spider people. That they were yeah. going to go pick up more spider people. And they were talking about his parents. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. No. Well, the 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 question that is introduced here is: Is there a genetic? Is there a gene that predisposes you to getting spider powers? Mm. Yeah, that's like the the one thing we get, the mm. one piece we see yeah. of what's going on. It's is pretty cool. That question. But uh, don't torture kids to find no. out. The more you know. <laughs> War of the Realms, Omega number one. Yay! Or epilogue as well. Epilogue. <laughs> yes. Epilogue slash prologue. Yeah, this the is, past is prologue. A prologue. This is this is Heimdall showing Matt Murdock how you know kind of the four main characters in, in the Thor part of War of the Realms how their setup is going to be with them moving forward. Um, we obviously get Thor himself as you know All Father Thor now, um, and what he uh, what his I guess motivations are kind of going forward. Um, You get Loki in Jotunheim. Ooh. How good was the Loki one? Loki one was really good. Like, and I won't, won't, like, you need to read this, especially the Loki one, because they're almost like little short stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Loki one, he meets someone and, like, Oh, good for him. No, not like that. And it's a child, Jim. Yeah. Oh, well, the way Brian said it. No, no, no. He meets someone. Oh. <laughs> but I, like, I think it is going to be somebody he cares for. But like, as a yeah, okay, like, yeah, like, not in a mean, weird way, not in a weird way. Got it, right? got, got, yeah. got it. There are two things I love about this one, <laughs> and then we'll move on to the next one. Um, one is kind of the thesis it ends on of now that Loki is king of the Frost right. Giants. Yes. He is not going to rule by the sword, but by the shield. And you see this kid who, like, is is teased as becoming his right hand, holding this shield that is the O <laughs> in the in the Loki logo, yeah, yes, with the nice. same like glyph on it that's the center of the O. Yeah, nice. 
Like just that idea and that bit of design, I, I love very much. Also, he too. jokes about stealing stealing a Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's still a Mjolnir next. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get Jane Foster. Also so good. This one was really good. So there's a couple of good things about this one. And that is like how they are setting up her motivation for this. And yeah. That is spot on for me. Yeah. Yeah. And she, we get to see her actual transformation into Valkyrie in this. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So this will be where Valkyrie, Jane Foster Valkyrie, yeah. is born. Well, like the place she starts in this is asking, where am I needed? Right. And by the end of it, she says, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. And that, the kind of bracer that the Warthor's hammer turned mm-hmm. into, we kind of get the explanation of why that happened and how that happened and... You know, this this weapon can turn into whatever it needs to be. It's it's hmm. been factory default reset. It's no longer stuck as a war hammer. It's now it's the weapon of requirement. Yes, exactly. It's called the all weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it becomes like a Valkyrie spear as she transforms, nice. and it's it's cool. You get like a dead Brunhilde sitting up and asking her if she'll accept this task. Yeah, and we see Lisa Halloran, which I know. I know I knew this character existed, but she dated... Was it Thor that she dated? I don't Do you know? know. Okay. Um, the, I think I mentioned before, there's like a short window of Aaron's Thor run that I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she was in that run, or if she's an older character, or if she dated Thor, or if she dated someone else. So what we do know is she dated a she superhero. She dated a superhero. Right. And Jane talks about how... The two of them bonded and, and became friends because of this. And she's thinking about leaving to become a member of Damage Inc. Damage Control. Damage Control. I'm sorry. Yeah. Damage Control. Um, and because she feels like that's what she needs to do. And that's what kind of leads you into Jane's discussion of yeah. what, where am I needed? And that, yeah. So really, really like that. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, Punisher. Uh, Punisher. Yeah, so Punisher made, during the War of the Realms, Punisher made a promise to, to this guy that his family got killed, and he made a promise that he would find and kill the, the culprit. Well, that leads, him, that leads him back to this guy after the war now is over, and this guy is like, well, I want you to meet someone, some other folks. Um, and he like brings him to a, the, the back of this truck and opens it, and it's like, 10 or 12 orphans who were made orphans during this war of the realms. And he's like, yeah, there's other people who need your vengeance also. (laughs) So, Ooh, Frank Castle, not going to be happy about this. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Castle going to go hunt some people down. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Sounded like you said, Frank asshole. Frank asshole. That's that's accurate. That's not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And our framing device for this is Heimdall retrieving his sword from Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Yeah. Which brings us to, I hope you found that Jenna's Conspiracy Corner moment on Young Justice. Jenna's Conspiracy Corner. Yeah. I didn't read this. You didn't read this, but I sent you the relevant <laughs> panel. Yeah. Um, literally says rebirth. Says says rebirth. I've got it in front of me. You okay. Read it yeah, sure. In Svartalfheim, voices cry out for revolution, for freedom from centuries-old of centuries old cycle of dark elf bloodshed. In Musfelheim, the fires have dimmed in mourning for all they've lost. In heaven, the angels have been humbled. While amidst the ruins of Asgard, 
There are whispers of rebirth as well as the reign of all father or as the reign of all father Thor begins. Brian, I'm going to show you how I sent this to Jen. It's just the screen cap <laughs> with me having written conspiracy. conspiracy you can circle. literally see red yarn on the pic. No. Yeah. I chose red for that reason. Yeah. You think that's good? You think that's good? I'm like, rebirth is bolded and italicized. Yeah, right. Like, oh, okay, we get it. <laughs> so Young Justice, oh, shit. Right, when they're on the Captain Carrot world, uh-huh. so Pig Iron goes to get the multiverse mallet to whack them, to send them on to the next world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Impulse goes, uh, he goes, wait, you're just going to hit, uh, uh, Robin goes, you're just going to hit us with that big purple hammer? And Impulse goes, anything in like a big orange glove with jewels on it? Uh, uh, it's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. It's been too long. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And Thor 15, while we are in our War yeah. of the Realms oh, right. wrap-up. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, so this is Thor wrestling. This this whole issue is Thor wrestling with what's coming next for him. Yeah. What, yeah, what, what does he need to do next? Yeah. He needs a hug from his parents. It turns out... You're exactly Aww. right. He does. Yeah. And he gets it. It's yeah. so nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, you know, Odin's like, great, now we can rebuild um, uh, Asgard. And Thor's like, well, we're not, yes, but we're not just going to recreate it. We're going to change it. Cool. Yeah. We have the technology. We're going to rebirth it. Better, it. Faster, we're going to rebirth it. I'm sorry. Was yeah. it in this one or in uh, Omega where Thor's like, I'm not going to expect anyone to call me the all to call me the all father this one. until yeah. this is done, and they choose to do it. Right. Cool. Yeah. Like you definitely, without question, get the Thor learned some things in yeah. this. <laughs> well, and this and Avengers both kind of established this idea that Thor understands that he is worthy again, mm-hmm. but also cannot take it for granted. Right. Like, the the joke in Avengers about Thor keeps playing with his hammer in the hot tub <laughs> is he keeps picking it back up again, and you learn later in the issue, because he wants to make sure he still can. Yeah. Like, he can't, like, kind of let go of checking. Yeah. Poor feller. And in this, you sort of get that same, like, moment of him alone with the hammer. Yeah. Yeah, he, spent, he, he has a whole conversation with the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really yeah yeah like you. Get... I just imagine Mark Wahlberg talking to a ficus. <laughs> Everybody be cool. We're all gonna be cool right now. I feel like you've had that conversation with a fake ficus before on stage. Yeah, because it tried to kill me. It did. It tried to push you down the stairs. It did. I'm playing a blind girl. I can't see the ficus on the stairs. Especially when all the lights are. When off. all the lights are off. <laughs> all right. Is it still good? Orphanage, number four. We make it to Albany. And guess what? I always assumed this was Albany, New York. It's fucking Albany, Georgia. What? Is it really? Yeah. Wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I gotta go read this one when we get home now. Oh, dang. This whole thing's set in the south, not... Yeah. I mean, I knew it was, but I thought they were making a long journey to mm-hmm. Albany, New York. It's Albany, yeah. Georgia. Oh, snap. Okay. The reason, the reason that the Sup, city y'all? is surviving and thriving is because they've established a co-op network of farmers. Nice. Very cool. Blossom 666 number 5. Jen. Oh, I missed that this week. Oh know. no. There may be one less blossom. Batman number 74. Jen. Oh no. There may be read... one less blossom. <laughs> there may be one less. I've read too many books. 
What happened in Batman? Oh, Batman, Batman goes um, daddy issues. To, to paraphrase, <laughs> to paraphrase Plucky Duck, Batman go down the hole. Batman go down the hole. Um, <laughs> Thomas Wayne, come on. Batman and the Outsiders number three. No, you know, <laughs> Brian. Okay. <laughs> um. I mean, if you Batman, want to do it, Batman, I'll let you have it, Jed. Batman figures out one way to get the Outsiders to work as a team. <laughs> Detective Comics number 1007, Brian. Um, I read so many books. The Specter of Justice looms large in this issue. <laughs> Event Leviathan number two, <laughs> Brian. Um, oh. oh, God. Um, uh, Batman finds... Batman actually may have discovered the best way to reveal to someone that they're a suspect in his investigation. <laughs> so good. It was so good. I love this book. Yeah. The Flash, number 74, Brian. Um, Am I not turtly enough for the Turtle Club? No, nah, I was just going to say... Turtle, turtle. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know what? I think you should slow down and read this one. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Why didn't they cast Dana Carvey as the turtle on the flash? <laughs> yes. Yes. Also, because... welcome to the episode where Alex quotes Master of Disguise. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my dream casting for this, it wouldn't work anymore, but like from the 70s, would have been Tim Conway. Well, now we have to talk about the conversation yeah. we had before we recorded. When I asked, are we talking about Batman 74? And Brian goes, Batman 74? Like Batman 66? <laughs> and suddenly we cast a hypothetical Batman. Like We're like, what possibly could be Batman 74? Some SNL skits? So Chevy chases Batman. No. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is, is the villain, whoever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, uh, who did I say was the Riddler? Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I, am, yes. I am with this. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And Garrett Morris is Alfred. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Francisco Franco is still dead. <laughs> General Alicio <laughs> Francisco is If my high school history teacher is listening <laughs> And he's not He'll love that <laughs> Naomi number six Welcome to the book that made me tear up By revealing a character's last name Aww. Yeah. Supergirl number 32 uh, Cara Danvers had an axe <laughs> oh. um, my, my, mine was Thor wasn't the only one to get his weapon back this week <laughs> um, I actually have an alternate summary of this one I just have to pull it back up in the conversation with Jen Attend the tale of Rogelzar <laughs> His eyes were odd and his face was scarred He destroyed a planet of, Kry of Kryptonians Who never thereafter were heard of again It's possible he went too far Did Rogelzar the demon butcher of Krypton. <laughs> because there's a panel. They, no, he did this after I fucked it up. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> okay, you're better. He literally um, has the line, At last my arm is complete again! <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Yes. If you're gonna come at me with Sweeney Todd, I'm gonna write Sweeney Todd lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Superman number thirteen, Brian. Uh, what this... musical are you going to sing about this in the uh, form? None. Of... I will. I will sing none musicals. Um... Nonsense or Sister Act. This is this is a recount Stop. of. It's a George, bad habit. Jor El's last attempts to 
convince both the science council and the um the cabal that he's been dealing with of universal folk to help him save Krypton. And turns out he probably put his trust in the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman seventy four, Brian. Um <laughs> Um, we... Diana has a happy reunion. How about that? Xena, warrior princess number four. Xena and company create the Baba Yaga. <laughs> Bitter summer special number one. Um, we see various flashes back to members of the Sanger family from the 1850s up through the present of the current series in the 1920s. Gogor, number three, Brian. Um, our apprentice finally gets some answers um, from someone and learns what he and the Gogor should be doing. Out of Outer Darkness, number eight, we learn one of the biggest secrets of this book so far, and also that the new nun who has joined the cast is pregnant. Oh. It's a real sister act. Unnatural, number 11. We get the secret history of the glance. Is that like Blue Steel in uh, Zoolander? I don't know. I've never seen Zoolander. (laughs) And I'm okay with that. Age of X-Men, Apocalypse and the X-Tracts, number 5, Brian. Um, Apocalypse is revealed as who he is, and then... Still, everyone gives him a second chance. It's kind of pretty. The Amazing Spider-Man, number 25, Brian. Oh, uh, i got to look at this one because I don't... I know I read it, but I don't remember what happened. Um, Mary Jane takes the stage. Oh, right. That oh, This was really freaking good. Yeah, I was surprised when you said, let's just still good it. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, so, um, yeah, um, yeah, we'll go with it. Mary Jane steals the spotlight. Yeah. If you've ever wanted to see Mary Jane Watson in Sue Storm cosplay, this book is for you. Oh, snap. (laughs) Gonna need a clean take of that without the Tex Avery sounds. Um, Ironheart, number eight. Oh, no, sorry. Champions. No, no, no. Uh, Avengers. (laughs) I scrolled too far. (laughs) Avengers, number 21. Iron Champion Avengers. Avengers 21, me. Uh, it's an Avengers hot tub party. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. We learn that the only Avenger who keeps a bathing suit in Avengers Tower is Carol Danvers. <laughs> Champions, number seven, Brian. Um, Caldera and Nova go to get his helmet back and... Caldera is now my 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 favorite. <laughs> Ironheart, number eight, Jen. Riri teams up with Stephen Strange. Morning in America, number five. Um, sometimes the bunker is the safest place. Spooky Girls, Ginny the Werecat, number one, Jen. Somebody's stealing food from the cat cafe, and oh, look, it might be another werecat. It's so cute. This book is so cute. All these spooky girls' books are adorable. Awesome. Next week's books to read. There, next week's books to read. Let's go.
We have uh, misplaced Jenna. She was here, and then she wasn't. That's right. I Sometimes think it's, I think it's quantum timey wimey things. Yeah. Yes. She got sucked into her, her home timeline. Oh. I'm sure she'll phase back in eventually. At some point. At some point. Yeah. Um, you know how that speed force is. So, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, numero uno. <laughs> God, I can't wait for this book. Not going to bury the lead this week. Nope. Although, no. there are a lot of There's leads this week. There's a lot, though. There is a lot this week, yeah. Yep. Um, if you read the Leviathan Rising special, mm-hmm. then you know you need to read this fucking book. Oh, it is... It's going to be super good. This reminds me of like the best old Plastic Men. That's just kind of goofy, zany. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but it's still coherent, and it's yeah. it, it it straddles this like stylistically yep. '60s Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen right. vibe, mm-hmm. while still sounding like it was written in this millennium. Right, and I appreciate that. I do too. Also, Fraction writing superheroes again makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fantastic. I want it. Vampirella, number one. Oh, my God. Like, okay, you would never have allowed... I never, never would have guessed that I would be getting a Vampirella comic. And then you make Chris... Well, you don't make him, I guess. You get Christopher Priest. I hope right? you're not making him. Right. I hope that he is doing this of his own volition. I'm sure he is. That was, yeah, that was poor choice. Also, we read Vampirella for Jeremy Whitley, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I did. I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying, my point being that you put a really good writer on it. Yeah. And, yep, I guess I'm going to pick it up. Yes. And, uh, and that's the thing, is we've said it so many times that a good writer can bring any character to life and and have tell a good story yeah this has set the record for highest pre-orders of an issue of vampirella ever okay i can totally believe it i think they're having like a hundred thousand copies of this print oh my god that's amazing yeah that's awesome um loki number one picking up where uh war of the realms omega left off god that story was so good i cannot wait to see what he does next. and kipple smith does really good work yeah yeah. Um he wrote did you read the Lockjaw series with, yes. with D Man? That yeah, was Keb, that was Kibble Smith too. That was great. Yeah. Like it's just enough humor without being silly. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look, Jen's back. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> How was your home timeline? Um gross. It was gross. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, this one's not much better. <laughs> no, this one's much better. Okay, well that's fair. Yep. Okay, well, you're just in time. You've returned. Mm, good. Uh, anything you want to throw it on Loki? Oh, why do you have to say that? Um, it it sounds fun. Cool. Yeah. How about Collapser? Uh, yeah, this is... Collapser? No. <laughs> no. Oh, God. I will leave again. <laughs> <laughs> For reasons. Jenna's vibrating. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. Fun. Uh... Yeah, this is being written by Mikey Way, so I'm intrigued to see what it's going to be about. Yeah, this is the new the new title in Young Animal. Yes. Yeah. This is Man with a Black Hole in His Chest, <clears throat> is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Brian. Mm-hmm. Age of X-Man Omega, number one. Yeah, so uh, I, I think I've mentioned like for every one of these number fives that they are leading to this, this is, this is the one that's going to wrap up and, and tell how this all ends and basically prep us for what's to come with House of X and Powers of X. Cool. Powers of Ten. Powers of... <laughs> I'm not joking. That's it really is, what yeah. it's called. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
<clears throat> it's House of X and Powers of Ten. Oh, Apple, what have you done to us? <laughs> I don't think we can blame it. I think this one, I think even in a world without Apple computers, Hickman would still pull Hickman this. Hickman would probably yeah. still, you may be, you may want, but like, <clears throat> that was the, that was, oh, anyway, I'm like, okay. yeah. Anyway, yeah, good. Can't wait. <laughs> Unstoppable Wasp number 10. It is the best of times, it is the worst of times. It's a final issue of the Wasp, but it's Jeremy finishing on his own terms. Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah, which is always exactly what you want a writer to be able to do. So yeah, I'm super happy that he got to um, this second series of Wasp. I'm I'm super glad that I got to read it, and I'm glad that he's going to get to finish it how he wants. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Resonant, number one. I don't even know what this is about. I just... It's a vault book, so I'm gonna get it. Yeah. If vault, <laughs> then buy. Yeah. If vault, then buy. Also, a vault book. Sarah and the Royal Stars, number one. Mm-hmm. I have been reading buzz about this on Twitter for months now, it feels like. Yeah. And they must have had this issue in the can... A while ago, because it seems like every comics pro has read this and is raving about it, and I cannot wait. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm at the comic shop when it opens. In fact, I might sneak in on Tuesday night when they're <clears> setting <throat> up nice. and get them to go ahead and sit on the side for me. When when you do that, grab one from me as well. I will. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just so pretty. Every piece of art I've seen from this is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I'm looking at one of the covers now, and it's just... Yeah. Beautiful. They sit in the swamp and talk TV. It's branching out with Tim and me. Hey, Tim. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Not bad, sir. How are you? I am excited for a special after dark branching (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit late. Or early, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, I guess you're right. Um, A little late or very early, probably, (laughs) is the uh, balance there. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about more Swamp Thing. Yep. I had to think about the name of the show for a moment. This was the ultimate tease episode for me. (laughs) Yes. So much so close. He got very blue. He did get very blue. And I, I really thought it was going to happen this time. But I, I feel like it's a, I mean, it's obviously at least started. But it's funny to me how many pieces have gone into this Blue Devil <laughs> development. Yeah, I mean, we got a swamp thing in one episode. Yeah. We're really, really having to work for that Blue Devil. He's got some kind of stuff put in him by the Floronic Man. He's been... A mutagenic know, agent. Yeah, made a deal with the devil or a demon of some sort. The Phantom Stranger. Was it the same guy? Yes. Okay, I I was going back and forth on whether or not that was the same character. And he had the the long coat and he had the hat. That was definitely the Phantom Stranger. I was sitting there, I was like, it's the same guy. And then when he started sort of talking it through, I was like, no, 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 this is some kind of evil character. And and I went back and forth a lot. It's the Phantom Stranger. Okay. It's him again. You got Blue Devil and Phantom Stranger together on screen. did i did an involvement from the floronic man like all of this has to develop next episode has to we we said that last episode we did say that last episode it did not um it it was a very dan heavy episode we also got a good deal more movement on the part of sheriff cable and matt yes also true um in 
the last episode, did you think that the guy in the swamp was actually telling the truth about Matt shooting Alec? Or at Alec's boat? N- uh, no, I didn't. I, I didn't either. And yeah. yet, apparently... <laughs> it turns out. As yeah. as it would have it, he did. He... His mom's not the only one in bed with Avery yeah. Sunderland. No. And this was great, because she shot a guy to protect her son, about her son shooting a guy to protect mom. And I love that. And they are each pissed off with the other for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but also Matt learns that Alec is still alive in broccoli form. Yes. I don't trust him. I, I don't know. Like, I really thought he was a good guy for up until the last episode. I don't know how you could trust him after what he did, even if he had, I guess, what he thought were noble reasons for it. If there are noble reasons for shooting a dude. I mean, I guess, but at this point, he has lost my trust for yes. sure. Uh, yes, that does make sense. Yeah. Um, we also get a very little bit with, uh, oh, shoot, the friend who's an investigative journalist. Oh, why is her name escaping me now? I don't know. Hers is always the name that I lose. Hold on. I'll get it in just a second. Excellent. Well, we get a little more uh, movement on her front at the beginning of this, which basically boils down to, well, maybe I'll call off investigating Avery so that he quits coming after me and my father. Yes. I don't really think it's going to work that way, though. I mean, it seems like the heat's on Abby now, since Abby went and confronted Avery face-to-face. Also true. Also true. Not really sure what she was thinking with that one. I mean, for that reason, and because now uh, uh, the future Floronic Man (laughs) has convinced Avery, hey, we've got this miracle drug, and Avery has convinced his board of directors or whatever, his investors, his investors. His council of 13. Yes that uh they have this miracle drug that will be very profitable um but now that now that avery knows that yeah, we need to get some more information from abby i think abby is going to be the main target of avery's yeah. uh schemes for lack of a more sinister word. I, I also, I, I kind of love how this miracle drug sets people on blue fire, basically. But Avery's like, nah, it's good. We don't need to test it anymore. I've got to wonder if it, if it would set everyone on blue fire <laughs> or if, like, it's an individualized reaction. It could be. But I feel like further tests would be required after that yes, instance. It's, it's a very small sample size. And as, uh, <laughs> as Mrs. Flo- Ironic man points out. <laughs> It's really not supposed to be at the human trial stage. No, it really isn't. That's, Li- uh... Liz Tremaine. Liz, that's yep. it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, not really supposed to be at the human trial stage right now, and maybe it is problematic that he has chosen to go ahead and do that, especially without consent. Yeah. Well, and that's an interesting way that he frames that. He's like, uh, you were gonna be in a coma forever. So I pretty much count that as consent, you know? But like, it's, uh, it's not. It's yeah. super not. <laughs> Yep. That's what medical proxy is for, in fact. Yep. He's like, I did you a favor. You're good now. I don't think that works that way. On the one hand, alive. On the other hand, uh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I, I couldn't figure out, did she, the uh, Mrs. Floronic Man, did she stab him in the neck? I believe she injected him with something. Okay. Some kind Is of sedative. I was? I, I was having a hard time reading sort of what happened there. I was like, yeah. did she just kill Dan? And they're all talking like Dan's still alive, so I'm guessing that didn't happen. No, I think it was like a hypodermic needle full of... <sighs> sedative that makes much more sense yeah um also i feel like she would not be down with just randomly <laughs> shanking a dude and yeah. killing him i was yeah i just really had in my head that she had a railroad spike in her hand or something and just you know it's like everybody stand back i'll handle this i know we've gotten used to a lot of these characters having let's say <laughs> questionable moral compasses <laughs> no. but hers seems pretty solid yeah yeah she she seems like good people yeah we can probably trust in her at least yeah. although doesn't exactly have the best choice in you know company no but i feel like she sees the best side of jason that's true like there was there was a scene between them where he's at his desk working and she says i want to go home and he's like no i can't right now i have to finish what i'm doing and she gives him this kind of like i forget if she says anything or if it's just this kind of you're not listening look Mm -hmm. but there's very clearly this moment where i'm expecting him to be like no this is not important to me my 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 work is important yes because that would be the exchange with anyone else and instead he gets up from behind the desk and he comes around to the front of and like gets down on his knees and kneels in front of her at the chair so they're kind of eye to eye and they talk about it and it's it's the most human we're ever going to see this man yeah i I could agree with that it's certainly the most humane we're ever going to see this man um to the point where i'm starting to wonder if if she's gonna last to the end of the season well, I honestly hadn't thought about that, but it's going to be, there's going to be something that sort of pushes him over the edge yeah. to to try this on himself, I would assume. Yeah. And then it might be her conditioning, worsening con- condition. Con- I don't know how that came out, but you get what I was going for there. Well, it's 1 a.m. I think that's, yeah, that's how true. that came out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that that does track that. That would be the the thing that says, "Oh, I need to, I need to try this on myself." Yeah, and we'll see. Maybe he gets green fire. Maybe, maybe mm. that's what. Maybe that's the variable, the color of the fire. <laughs> uh, we get an update on Susie Coyle. Um, Abby has found her family and delivered her to her family. Well, that's good. It's... It was a line in passing to no, Liz to, to say, explain <laughs> where she had been earlier that day. I totally whiffed on that one. Yeah, it was a very quick in passing my question is is the family she found the same uncle who sold her to avery yeah oh this is not going to end well no unless it's just like well we've seen the last of her let's just write her out um which actually that might be the best thing for her because things were not going well for her at any point during the show i mean in five episodes she was possessed by like two different entities (laughs) yeah i mean she anytime she got out of the hospital she wound up you know ankle deep in swamp water yeah like it has not been it has not been a great life for what a seven-year-old yeah whatever she is um going upstate to a nice farm or whatever <laughs> yeah she's earned it yeah i mean i i just hope it's not that same uncle who sold her yeah um we don't get really anything with maria i think we get a well maria's still in the hospital yeah and that maybe she's not accepting treatment or or there's a quick conversation between 
between Avery and a nurse before Abby came in to accuse him accurately. Yeah. If yes. foolishly accuse him. And it's it's interesting how he dances around that too. Yeah. Never really, you know, he, he sort of denies it and then denies it and then just like jumps straight into threatening. Well, he never actually says he didn't do it. He does the, now Abby, how could you think that yeah. of me? I love you, Abby. Yeah. I think of you like a daughter. Surely you don't want to test me with these spurious accusations, Abby. Yeah. The preachy denial. Yeah. That self-important, I am wounded as yes. a thought. Yes. But I'm not going to say I didn't because that would be lying. Yeah. Um, I noticed no more use of, of Jersey mom No, yeah, that's, in this that's gone. That's yeah. gone. It must time. only be something he does while he's dressing animals <laughs> in a kitchen. Um, I was also surprised that we opened this episode with people already hunting Swamp Thing. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was intentional, if, if Woodrow had... I guess we did learn later that Woodrow did send them. Yes. That they were people who Avery had recommended. So Woodrow is actively hunting him and has already dispatched folks. And Swamp Thing is not doing a great job of hiding. No, no. He, uh, he took the fight right to them. Yeah. I did like that whole let's smack the trees and send splinters thing. Yeah. That was kind of a, that was fun. a cool move. Yep. It's like a monster movie where we're rooting for the monster. Exactly. Ah, that pretty much defines this. Yeah. It, has, it, it very much has that old school monster movie feel to it yeah. uh, when we're in the swamp. So what do you think comes next? Where do you think we go in episode seven? I think we get the emergence of Blue Devil. I think that Woodrow falls farther down his path uh I, I don't think he'll maybe towards the end of the episode he might ingest the stuff but i don't think he'll make any kind of transformation next time yeah but i i do think we'll get our first glimpses at blue devil i think we're going to see the beginning of sheriff cable start to push back against avery yeah i don't think it will go well no i think I it will go very poorly in fact um i do suspect we will get something on the relationship between the woodrews whether it's it's just mm -hmm. the Blue Devil experience has created tension and she tries to go home mm -hmm. or her health takes a turn. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they could they could even go so far as doing the, I just, I don't even know who you are. Well, I'm yeah. still me. No, no, really. Who are you? I have a memory problem. Ah. Uh, yeah. And that would be the thing that, you know, advances his human trials. Yeah. Um, I figure we probably have to spend some time again with Maria because we didn't get any Maria time in this. Agreed. Um, and we didn't get any Shauna story no. in this. And I, I really, I, I'm wondering. I don't feel like that story is done. No, it's definitely not. I, I suspect. I'm gonna guess that we actually will probably get less of that than we should. Yeah. Because I'm gonna guess that that's probably tied to Anton Arcane showing up. Ah. And that we'll probably get like season ender is answers with her and what happened and a Anton Arcade coming back. But I don't think we're going to get... I think we're going to get less than we probably expect. Um, uh, that makes sense. And do you know how much that would crush me if that's the season ender? Anton and Arcane showing up? I mean, we've got four episodes left and we've seen, what, a shadowy flashback to probably him? Yeah. Oh, man. It would tear me up to know that that was how they ended the season and they're not going to make another season. Ugh. More or less than if we don't 
see Blue Devil. Oh, less than if we don't see Blue Devil. <laughs> especially as close as we've gotten now. Yeah. Alright, you got anything else for this one? Um, no. All this, right. one, this, one, this one gets four wiggling vines. Oh, good. I'm glad you remembered, because I forgot <laughs> to ask. Yeah, yeah. This one, it was a solid episode. Yeah. But. Well, it's kind of another one where Abby and Alec, while present, sort of take a backseat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, well, thank you once again for branching out with yeah. me. <laughs> thank you. And uh, until next week, toodles. See ya. All right. I think that's going to do it, unless anyone has anything else to add. Nope. All right. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts, including our website at panelologypodcast.com. If you would like to help spread the good word about panelology, uh, because now is the time of cults, so hey. <laughs> Why not? Cult uh, of Phenology. Yes. You have to say it just like that. Just like you are turning into a Dalek. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can share us with people. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash panelology. If you want merch with our logo on it, bit.ly slash panelology merch, capital P, capital M. We will be at DragonCon. Yeah. We cannot say when yet as the schedules are not official, <clears throat> but we will be there, and you might see some of us on and moderating panels beyond simply just our live show. Also, mine's at York. More Jenna, more me, more sometimes guest hosts on this, Megan Tim. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Go read comics. Mm-hmm.